0: Hello and welcome to another edition of play me or fade me and thank you for joining us as always well you do this long enough you have nights like that and that was an old fashioned butt kicking again I've had a few too many of those here of late I will turn it around again I know that much but you can't get too high you can't get too low but I don't feel the best right now the bankroll took a big hit on Saturday the wife had to console me and remind me if sports gambling were that easy, everyone would be doing it and you wouldn't need a full-time job. But I'll be back to work on Tuesday trying to work some overtime to probably recap or recoup the losses here from the weekend. But uh, new day to day. Let's quickly recap the losing card though for Saturday. I had the Cowboys minus the five and a half and when they kicked that field goal to go up seven late in the fourth quarter, I was pumping my fist. I was all excited. I thought I had a late winner there. Well, my excitement was short-lived as the Lions drive down, get the touchdown, and I lose the ticket. Prop bets go one and two, lucky to probably get one. I get Sam Laporta to cash late over the 51.5 yards receiving. Michael Gallup was a no-show. I needed Tony Pollard under the 15.5 carries. I think he got to 16, so that was Heartbreak Hotel there. I cashed the Lions of the Cowboys first quarter under. Then in college football, I had a bad feeling. I let the heart get in the way of the mind maybe a little bit. Yeah, after a 4-0 Friday, oh boy, I flip-flopped on game after game. Should have just laid the points with Georgia. Should have gone with my gut and played the old miss pin State over. But I made all the wrong decisions on Saturday, and I run the table the wrong way. So I go from 4-0 to 0-4 and that's never fun. College basketball, I go 2-3. and I cash on DePaul, minus the 6. I cash on Iona, minus the 2.5. Southern Miss was a no-show against a winless team. That was a terrible performance there. And then USC, I laid 8.5 at Oregon State, and they get crushed. Disappointing embarrassing yeah not fun there then UC Santa Barbara I love the play. you also backed that one on Twitter so thank you for the votes minus one and a half I'd play it all day long top player Mr. Williams scores what 39 points and we don't win the basketball game we lose by two down the stretch yeah not a lot of fun there that's one I thought I was going to get with the Gauchos on Saturday could have changed my outlook on everything but we lose two units there Then the coin flip bets, I lose on the Lakers and the Wolves and the NBA. I cash on the Predators and the Capitals on the Frozen Pond. But now, let's get to the card for Sunday. All I can do is bet my way out of it, so here we go. We start in the National Football League. Two home underdogs here in Week 17. Play number one, I actually really like. It's the New York Giants plus the six against the L.A. Rams. Play number two for the NFL home underdogs. It's the Washington Commanders plus the 14 against the San Francisco 49ers. Then my three handicap plays here for week number 17, the nightcap. I'm on the Minnesota Vikings, minus the one against the Green Bay Packers. So the Vikings continue to play musical chairs at quarterback. Nick Mullins tossed for over 400 yards last week against Detroit, but he'll head to the bench after six interceptions in two games. Jaron Hall is back at QB number one, not Joshua Dobbs. The Vikings are just 2-5 and five at home this season. That's a head-scratcher for sure. And now they've lost four of their last five games with the lone win being that 3 nothing thriller in Las Vegas. Minnesota won the first meeting at Lambeau, 24-10, in a game that cost Kurt Cousins his season. The Packers have won two of their last three road games, but Minnesota will be rocking on New Year's Eve for their arch-rival, so I'm going to back my purple in this one. Give me the Vikings minus the one at home over Green Bay. Next up on the card, it's the Indianapolis Colts minus the four against the Las Vegas Raiders. So the Colts are coming off a 29-10 loss at Atlanta. The Raiders are coming off a big 20-14 win at Kansas City on Monday night following that 63-point performance against the Chargers the week prior. The Raiders are just two and five on the road. The Colts are just three and four at home. I still don't trust that Raider offense, though. So I'm going to lay the four with the Colts of Indianapolis at home over Las Vegas. Then my third and final play here on the handicap side, anyway, it's the Houston Texans minus the four against the Tennessee Titans. So the Titans have been playing tough. They're two and three over their last five games with two overtime losses by three and then a late three-point loss against Seattle last week. Yeah, they could be 5-0 in that stretch with a few things going their way. One of those OT losses was two weeks ago against the Texans. No C.J. Stroud in that game. This week, they travel to Houston, and now they have to face Stroud. So that's a bad combo. Plus, the Titans are just 1-6 on the road this year. So I'm going to lay the 4 with the Texans of Houston at home over Tennessee. Next up, we go to your prop bets, my normal nine-pack here, eight to the over, one to the under. We start at quarterback. It's Taylor Heineke over the 201-and-a-half yards passing at Chicago. So the Bears rank 25th against the pass, giving up 237-and-a-half per game. It's time for that Heineke magic again for the Falcons. So give me Heineke over the 201-and-a-half yards passing for Atlanta. Then at quarterback it's Jarrett Stidham over the 194 and a half yards passing against the Chargers. So let's see how this drama in Denver plays out. Nice strategic spot for Stidham to get a start facing the 30th ranked pass defense. I think Sean Payton will put him in a good spot to have a big day and prove a point regarding Russell Wilson. So I'll take Stidham over the 194 and a half yards passing for the broncos next up at quarterback here's my alone under of the week it's jalen hurts under the 251 and a half yards passing against arizona so i had hurts to the over last week and i cashed it but i'm still going to go under this number this week so give me jalen hurts under the 251 and a half yards passing for the eagles next up at running back it's austin eckler over 44 and a half yards rushing at denver so, Eckler has only gone over the number eight of 15 times this season, but Denver ranks dead last against the run, allowing 5.1 yards per carry. And last week, it appeared that the Chargers finally remembered that it was acceptable to run the football. Let's do that again. Let's go, Austin Eckler, over the 44 and a half yards rushing for the Chargers. Next up at running back, it's Joe Mixon, over 43 and a half yards rushing at Kansas City. So he just missed for me last week. Heartbreak Hotel in the end. Mixon has gone over in 11 of 15 at this number. KC gives up the fifth most yards per carry. So over it is. Give me Joe Mixon over the 43 and a half yards rushing for Cincinnati. Next up at running back, he's always a wild card. It's Khalil Herbert over the 26 and a half yards rushing against Atlanta. So after getting just 15 touches combined in the previous three weeks, the Bears decided to give Herbert the ball last week. He had 20 carries for 112 yards. With a 4.5 yard per attempt average on the season, I don't need a ton of touches. Just give him the ball and let's go over. Give me Khalil Herbert over the 26 and a half yards rushing for the Bears. Next up at wide receiver, it's DJ Chark over the 23 and a half yards receiving at Jacksonville. So I always love players facing their old team chark had a monster week last week with two touchdowns and 98 yards receiving bryce young is actually showing some signs of life at quarterback i've bet a panther almost every week here for the last month and a half so i'm gonna go over again i'm taking dj chark over the 23 and a half yards receiving for the panthers next up we go to tight end it's kyle pitts over the 34 and a half yards receiving for the falcons at chicago so kind of doubling up here with heineke and pitts but pitts has gone over in 11 of 15 he had three catches for 49 yards last week with heineke back at quarterback i expect his overtrend to continue i like the heineke pitts combo so give me pitts over the 34 and a half yards receiving for the falcons next up at tight end it's george kittle over the 49 and a half yards receiving at washington so Kittle has gone over in 10 of 15 at this number. Washington gives up the second most passing yards per game. So let's go over. It's George Kittle over the 49 and a half yards receiving for the 49ers. First quarter bets don't like him, but I'll bet them all. Well, it was one of my winners on Saturday, so maybe I should like him a little more here of late. But I'm on the 49ers and the Commanders under the nine and a half at a plus 110. Dolphins Ravens under the eight and a half at a minus 105. Cardinals Eagles nine and a half at the minus 102. Rams Giants seven and a half at a minus 118. Patriots Bills seven and a half at a minus 135. Saints Bucks seven and a half at a minus 135. Raiders Colts seven and a half at a minus 122. Titans Texans seven and a half at a minus 125. Panthers Jaguars seven and a half at a minus 155. Oh boy, ugly, ugly juices here. Falcons Bears seven and a half at a minus one forty eight Steelers Seahawks seven and a half at a minus one forty two Bengals Chiefs seven and a half at a minus one fifteen Chargers Broncos six and a half at a plus one thirty Vikings Packers seven and a half at a minus one twenty two. So once again, those are my first quarter unders here for week seventeen. Next up on the card, we got a college basketball. Let's have a winning day here. Finally, I'm on Washington State plus the eight and a half at Colorado in Pac-12 action. So the Buffaloes are good, really good. They're 10-2 on the season after a four-point win over Washington to open Pac-12 play. They won that game without their second and third leading scores, Both are questionable again on Sunday, so that's why this play is on the card. Washington State ran into a buzzsaw at Utah, losing by 22, shooting only 31.3% for the game. That was the first true road game of the year for the Cougars. They shoot close to 47% of the year. I expect them to be much better today. So let's grab the 8.5 on the road and keep it interesting against a banged-up Buffalo's roster. Give me Washington State plus the 8.5 at Colorado. Next up on the card, we head to the Summit League. It's Oral Roberts plus the 3.5 at Denver. So the Golden Eagles of Oral Roberts lost their head coach to Wichita State. They lost their best player to Texas. They lost their seven foot-five center to Missouri, but still had enough returning talent this year to be preseason number two in the summit league. The Golden Eagles are now five and seven on the season after getting drilled by 17 in the conference opener at Kansas City as a five and a half point favorite. Prior to that, I wasn't overly concerned since four of their non-conference losses were road games at Big 12 schools. Now I am concerned. I backed the Pioneers of Denver on Friday. They cashed for me with a nice 15-point win at Omaha. Denver's 9-5 and on the season. They were picked dead last in the Summit, but they're clearly better than that based on the early returns. Still, Oral Roberts should have the talent edge, so I'm going to grab the 3.5 and, and hope they can put together a full 40 minutes of basketball today. Give me Oral Roberts plus the 3.5 at Denver. Next up on the card, we head to the Horizon League. It's Youngstown State minus the three and a half against Oakland. So my card has been filled with road teams of late, so it's time to finally back a home team. The Penguins of Youngstown State are 10-3 and on the season, winners of seven straight. The Golden Grizzlies of Oakland are now 6-8 and eight on the season, losers of three straight against tough competition, though. They played Michigan State, Dayton, and Cleveland State. Not too many teams are going to win against those three. After losing 5 of 6, they should be hungry today. But Youngstown averages over 81 points per game. They shoot better than Oakland, and they have the home court edge today. So I'm going to lay the 3.5 at home with the Penguins of Youngstown State over the Golden Grizz of Oakland. Next up, we go to the Summit League again. It's South Dakota, minus the 3.5 against Omaha. So I watched South Dakota on Friday. They got down 10, but they battled back for a nice 9-point win at North Dakota State as a six and a half point underdog the coyotes won the battle of the boards by 16 their 6 10 center with arm length that is just crazy had 19 rebounds in that game plus the leading scorer went off for 33 omaha lost their conference opener by 15 losing to denver getting out rebounded by eight so both teams can score totals 155 and some change south dakota averages 78.9 points per game omaha 72.8 points per game The Coyotes are a little better shooters, and with that nice expected edge on the boards, I'm going to lay the 3.5 with the home team in the home conference opener. Give me the Coyotes of South Dakota minus the 3.5 over Omaha. Then your coin flip bets here. In the NBA, I selected the Atlanta Hawks and the Washington Wizards. Total on this one is 252.5. Yeah, big number. Heads it is. I'm on the over 252.5. Between the Hawks and the Wizards. Then on the Frozen Pond, I selected the Chicago Blackhawks at the Dallas Stars. Total is six and a half. Heads it is again. I'm on the over six and a half between the Blackhawks and the Stars. Well, I am hoping today is my bounce back day. So let's recap the card for Sunday. Here we go in the National Football League, your home underdogs. I'm on the New York Giants plus the Six against the LA Rams. I'm on the Washington Commanders, plus the 14 against the San Francisco 49ers. My three handicap plays, I'm on the Minnesota Vikings, minus the one against the Green Bay Packers. I'm on the Indianapolis Colts, minus the four against the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm on the Houston Texans, minus the four against the Tennessee Titans. Your prop bets here for Sunday. I'm on Tyler Heineke over the 201 and a half yards passing at Chicago. I'm on Jared Stidham over the 194 and a half yards passing against the Chiefs or excuse me, against the Chargers. I'm on Jalen Hurts under the 251 and a half yards passing against Arizona. I'm on Austin Eckler over the 44 and a half yards rushing at Denver. I'm on Joe Mixon over the 43 and a half yards rushing at Kansas City. I'm on Khalil Herbert over the 26 and a half yards rushing against Atlanta. I'm on DJ Chark over the 23 and a half yards receiving at Jacksonville. I'm on Kyle Pitts over the 34 and a half yards receiving at Chicago. I'm on George Kittle over the 49 and a half yards receiving at Washington. First quarter bets will be in the show notes. College basketball, I'm on Washington State, plus the eight and a half at Colorado. I'm on Oral Roberts, plus the three and a half at Denver. I'm on Youngstown State, minus the three and a half against Oakland. I'm on South Dakota, minus the three and a half against Omaha. NBA, I'm on the Hawks and the Wizards over the 252 and a half. NHL, I'm on the Blackhawks and the Stars over the six and a half. So that's my card for a Sunday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money, have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.